0: it's not live it's probably gonna this be a few a days until it's been on there yes they don't know that
1: they Shh, don't don't tell anybody
0: okay this cool. didn't this is in real time you're witnessing us in our full form this is
1: definitely live and not recorded not recorded guys, a week ago i hope you guys are ready um for this live show
0: unfiltered completely natural raw some may say un- ew. I not raw i wouldn't okay not raw but <laughs> <laughs>
1: welcome back guys <laughs> To the Highs and Lowest Podcast. Welcome back. Darla, what are we going to talk about today?
0: Well, so we were brainstorming a while ago. So what we're going to do potentially in the future... Is we're going to make a Google spreadsheet. And so it's going to be in the link tree in my bio. And so every week you can go and kind of upvote what topic you would like us to talk about. Last week, or our first episode, we kind of went off the rails. It was a epic disaster because we had filmed an entire episode. And then I forgot to press record.
1: Yes, we didn't record any <laughs> of the first episode. So technically, the second episode is our first episode. And this is our third. And the first episode will never be heard.
0: Ever, well, Never. what a shame.
1: Not even, not even we remember it.
0: But I have, I have a feeling that we need to structure it from here on out. So, what we're gonna do? I, I, I would, I would assume so. I think
1: structure is a good idea.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. When anything you do should be with a rhyme or reason.
1: Not everything. Ain't no
0: willy nilly in this house.
1: Uh, if you say so.
0: So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a spreadsheet, and basically people can put topics on there they would like to hear us talk about, and then people will like kind of upvote it, and then we'll do that for our next episode.
1: upvoted gets yeah, to be the talking point of that. Kind of like Reddit. Just so that we're not mumbling and just. Carrying on about everything and everything that we've ever said or done. Even though that
0: was extremely fun. (laughs) This is no place for fun. This is just business. Yes, just business. This is a very strict. Strictly business. Strictly business. Unfun. un. Funny episode.
1: Yes, we're not going to talk about anything worth talking about, and you're going to have to listen to it.
0: We're going to be yeah. talking about the different shades of cardboard boxes that the UPS store offers. Different shades. There them? are different shades of cardboard box. Boring. That. Boring. That's actually kind of interesting. Worse.
1: Can you do you know anything else about these cardboard boxes?
0: I don't, but we'll talk about that next week. Fair enough. So, okay, let's get into the structure. So this week. We are going to be discussing the highs and lows of
1: high school. So,
0: for those of this you, this is going to
1: be a weird talk.
0: Well, I mean, it's it's very interesting because we both have very very different high school backgrounds. So I'm 21, Jake's 22, yes. and w- even though we were both raised in, I was I was born and raised in Cleveland. You were raised barely.
1: I never knew my parents.
0: Shut up.
1: One day I crawled out of the ground and I just existed. <laughs> I fended for myself. Did you I ate, sprout? I ate everything that moved.
0: You photosynthesized?
1: No, I ate everything that moved. What? just killed and ate everything. And here I am today. That's why I'm so tall and you're so short because you didn't eat everything that moved.
0: No, I didn't. I'm not a heathen. <laughs> hey, I'm not, not a heathen. Well, you just admitted to being heathen.
1: No, that's normal. I, thought I that don't think was, it's I normal. I thought that was normal.
0: This is what you get for being raised in Akron.
1: Excuse me.
0: I'm a Cleveland baby.
1: That makes you better than me?
0: I don't eat heathens.
1: I don't anymore. I used to.
0: Okay, well.
1: I'm a changed man.
0: Okay, let's digress. So (laughs) we were raised in a very similar atmosphere, but we both had very different upbringings. I went to public school i graduated with a group of i think 45 people and jake graduated with a lovely group of one
1: yes it's <laughs> just me i was the only one that survived the experience jake
0: no stop what, <laughs> what? You, stop it why what were jake was homeschooled yeah let's get there let's uh, like put that out before you confuse everybody with yeah. eating basically <laughs> for anyone
1: who wasn't homeschooled homeschooled or homeschooling is pretty much like the hunger games and you, you everyone has Good to fight Lord above just to survive and graduate. I know. That's why homeschooled kids are so much just better than the average person.
0: No, not a lot of people not a lot of not. people know
1: that. But that's Jacob. that's how that how that's how it was for me.
0: Okay. So can you actually elaborate on yes. your high school experience?
1: For anyone for anyone wondering, I was kidding. Okay. It's not I think we gathered. It's more like much. Jurassic Park.
0: Jacob what no i'm trying to be honest it's not honesty these are lies
1: honesty or amnesty
0: you don't know what that second word means. i don't
1: even know (laughs) what that word means
0: what do you think it means mr homeschool
1: it means free of guilt you're like you're you're innocent Am amnesty you've been granted innocentness oh wait no that doesn't make any sense amnesty Well, let me look this up real quick.
0: So this is what a homeschool education gets you. A very, very, very small vocabulary of different words in the English language. Hey,
1: I knew the word. I just don't know what it means.
0: I think you are very book smart. But when it comes to actual real life social skills and other things like pop culture, it's not necessarily clicking.
1: I know who Drake is. Yeah? Yeah, pop culture. Yeah? That's all you need to know, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's all you need. Anyways, amnesty is an official pardon for people who have been convicted of political offenses. Yikes. So I was right. I was almost right.
0: Yeah, you were on the like, s- right not track. guilty.
1: Well, they've been pardoned, so they were guilty, but they're like, nah, fam, you're okay. We won't, we won't put you in the politi- politician jail.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. What would you do without Google?
1: What would we all do?
0: That is a great 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 point. So, <laughs> high school was different for both of us. I will say without sugarcoating it that high school sucked bad. 0 out of 10 would recommend. It was awful. Well,
1: that's not very prompt that's not very prompting or any, uh, not giving any hope to any of your younger viewers. High school Darla?
0: sucks. High school sucks. I don't care. Don't be hopeful about high school. Look, look what? past. Don't look. But
1: what if you're not, yeah, what if you're not like focused on high school and you're more, you're not
0: supposed to focus on high school. You're more, f- you're you're more supposed focused to about focus a on higher
1: education.
0: Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do.
1: So, what what are you supposed to do in high school while you're doing that, though?
0: Get through it day by day. Day by Try day. Try not to jump out a window.
1: <laughs> Whoa.
0: Try not to lose your sanity and your mind and everything good about you to that stupid room filled with people that don't care about you
1: let's be including honest, including the teachers high school changes people
0: high school sucked <laughs> um i well technically the entire public school system is flawed i the american education system i have a complete like it's
1: the best in the world oh my
0: god no that's what i've been told i have it by whom we're the Mr. smartest Homeschool? people in the world you weren't there
1: we are the most gifted smartest people
0: you didn't show up
1: the odd the best
0: you weren't there where public school
1: no i was not oh
0: my god it was awful. i have friends the though Amer-
1: in public do you really oh, Did I, you? I, I you you misunderstood i said I had friends. You ate them. I did. <laughs>
0: you got to do what you got to do to Public survive. Public school sucked. Uh, every single second of my high school experience was not good.
1: There wasn't a, one second, one silver lining where you were like, this isn't bad. I actually, there I, was I can't wait for tomorrow. There was
0: one hot history teacher.
1: What? A hot history teacher?
0: Yeah. That was the best part of my high school experience. That's it. And the and the cherry icy machine in the snack line. What you guys had a cherry
1: icy machine? We did.
0: We had blue raspberry and we had cherry. We also had Bosco sticks. And if you don't know what Bosco sticks are, they're basically Olive Garden breadsticks. Yeah. With I think it's provolone cheese in the middle, and you dip them in like a half warm container of marinara sauce.
1: That's called mozzarella sticks.
0: No, 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 no! It wasn't deep-fried cheese. It was cheese within a piece of bread.
1: So, Bosco sticks.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Now that you follow, high school sucked. What, what did you have any hot, uh, hot English teachers?
1: Um, well,
0: what? What?
1: What kind of question is that,
0: bro? Well, it was well. I was going to make a your mom joke, but that didn't land. Yeah, really I was going to say, land.
1: my mom kind of was my teacher.
0: <laughs> that didn't land as hard as I was hoping. Well,
1: see, that's the thing about homeschool is... So when I, when I started off... Uh, you want to finish what you were talking about, or I mean, can I? I
0: was talking about Bosco sticks and my hot history teacher. You can grab the reins and get this <laughs> yeah. puppy going.
1: I'll get this puppy going. All right.
0: Okay. Jake was homeschooled. Let's let's. I start, was homeschooled, so start I started.
1: I started the right way. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just a joke. Geez. Don't take it so. Don't be so offended. Take it oh lightly. All right. God. It's just goofs and gas. Don't you know?
0: Pro-save, we're just talking sir. here.
1: But anyways, so I started the right way um i actually started going to a private school i started off going to private school i was taken out of school at a very young age i believe it was second grade my my mom came up to me one day and was like hey jake so um would how would you feel about doing school from home and my young mind was just broken like i can do school from home like is this is this a possibility why have I been doing like normal school my whole life when I could just wake up and do school at home? <laughs> so obviously I was, you know, when my mom said that, I was like, "Okay, I'm listening, you know, you've got my attention as a young a, a No, relab, school. I was like, "What what else does it offer?" She's like, "Well, yeah, we would basically it would just basically do be like, you know, the school you do at school, you'd be doing it at home with me."
0: Wow. That sounds so fun. And
1: I was like, "So I don't have to wake up in the morning and go to school?" No okay i just do do school school here
0: yeah that sounds like a deal
1: yeah i was sold i was sold my young brain didn't comprehend that that meant i didn't get to see my friends right (laughs) every morning i woke up i did my school at home and i obviously i kept in contact with my friends i still am good friends with some of the kids that i literally grew up with but I didn't see them every day, and it was—I right. remember that was just a really hard change for me, as as a young kid, you know, just like being almost, just kind of closed off right. <laughs> from from those friends or those people that I was engulfed around.
0: What was the best thing about being homeschooled?
1: I could people—I don't know—people used to like make fun of me, or one of the things people. One of the many things people would make fun of me for mm-hmm. as a homeschool kid mm-hmm. was, so you just wake up at noon and do your school. And I'd be like, bro, what do you think this is? Like, you think I run the show here? My mom would not let me sleep till noon. If I did that, bro, oh, I don't even want to think what happened. I, I wouldn't be, able, I wouldn't be able to go outside for three weeks or something okay, like that. Okay,
0: I don't think that's <laughs> what would have happened. I don't well, think maybe she not would have that. Just locked you in we're, the basement and said you didn't come up to do your math homework. No food for you for yeah. a week.
1: No. That, that that probably wouldn't have happened. Jake but. used
0: to have fourteen siblings.
1: I, I honestly I was scared. You know, <laughs> it could have happened. You never know. But but I mean, so there was a regiment, especially well, yeah, there was a regiment. I, mean, I had to wake up. I didn't have to wake up at like seven o'clock and right. you know, hop on a bus and go to school or you know, like I I didn't have, you know, to be rushed back and forth or I I could wake up. When I woke up it meant, you know, Okay, you know I'm up. I, I would probably wake up most mornings like at eight o'clock mm-hmm. was kind of the set time to wake up, and then you know I would wake up, eat some breakfast. If not, you know eat breakfast, maybe watch something on TV for like
0: how long? Twenty minutes. So your curriculum minutes. was it online or was it your mom taught you stuff?
1: I see. I my curriculum changed. Like I didn't stay with the same cur- curriculum throughout the whole time being homeschooled mm-hmm. i started off um in like a book-based curriculum and then experimented with online and then did that for a few years and then w- went back actually went back to like a um not like a documentary style but essentially it, it was a dvd program where it was a full year of school that was mm-hmm. recorded and i would watch recordings on a dvd of sessions so it and was lessons. like lectures yeah stuff. pretty okay. much that was boring. That was Oh yeah, that sounds that like was, hell. That was high school years. I I had a hard time staying awake in the morning, let me tell you. And yeah. I I probably would have been the same honestly, I probably would have been the same in public school, I imagine. I would probably have slept through the first class. Because, <laughs> right. I, I I mean I've heard people say like mm-hmm. similar things, but I in the morning, like I, I've never been a morning person. I have a hard time in the morning. And I would start my first, like I pop my first DVD into my laptop. I'm like, you know, get all my stuff ready, and then I just fall asleep.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I could not you. stay
1: awake, and I I woke up many times to my mom going, uh, "Are you, you know?" She'd see me. You paying doing attention? My <laughs> she'd be like, are "You awake?" And I'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm am fine. Mm. I'm up." I was like not even awake. Like my You've eyes were been open. out for three hours. My brain wasn't like functioning at all. My eyes were awake. I managed to start this habit of like fake. It's like a fake awake where I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm awake. I'm awake. Like I'm paying attention. I pre- pretend like I was paying attention." And then when you know mom went away for, she turn around. I would
0: you doze right back off.
1: off to sleep. And I mean, I wasn't like that for all my school, but my first class right. I always remember. Especially when that when the when the lectures started. When I was at that phase of my, it was like my high school. Most of my high school years were like the lectures.
0: What did you do for like extracurriculars because you weren't in a public school system?
1: So for extracurriculars, I was always heavily involved with sports, mm-hmm. I, which is I, it was such a blessing. I, I loved and still love sports. Like I grew up playing baseball, um, soccer, even uh, basketball, baseball and basketball. I played a lot of growing up. Like mm-hmm. I probably played baseball for 10 years and then basketball for... 15 like Mm -hmm. of of my of my life so i was very heavily involved in sports and athletics and i even i even played sports for my um like my city's public school team like Mm -hmm. which that that's a that's another story that (laughs) that does not have such fond memories but i do have very fond memories of growing up and just playing sports because that was kind of like my, my main outlet of just. I
0: mean, those were your social people. interactions. Yes, that's yes. how you developed because, your social skills.
1: Because we we really didn't do much for outside social activities.
0: <laughs> you did like Bible study and like youth group and stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I did. When I that was you know once a week there was youth group or mm-hmm. like a Bible study, but I didn't I didn't see my friends really other than that. When I especially when I was younger because right. I had no way to. You know, to drive around unless my mom or dad would take me places. Mm-hmm. But I was I would say I was a very very sheltered homeschooled child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very.
0: I would agree with that sentiment very. very much so. Um
1: I had other friends, other like homeschooled f- right. like families and friends that there was this thing called co-op. Mm-hmm. And it was like a a social gathering, education event that happened it's once like a week. It was like homeschool group. Yeah, it was homeschool group essentially. And it happened once a week, and I had some friends that went to it. Or like, hey, we do this once a week. It's kind of fun. And I was like, oh right. yeah, that does sound kind of fun. I remember I would ask my parents if it was okay, and they go, well, eh, probably shouldn't. What the heck? I was like, why? Why? Like, well, you'll get cu- You'll you you know you'll lose um you'll get behind on your school and it you know with you know s- sports it's probably not a good idea i don't think i ever excuses, actually went
0: excuses excuses
1: i don't remember if it's that i i don't remember if i chose not to go because i would have to caught up you like, catch up were pressured into school, not going or if i w- just straight up wasn't allowed but huh. it was always something that was there it's just my family didn't really right. really partake
0: yeah. But Mom, yeah, I'm I'm very jealous of you that you didn't have to live in the public school system. And maybe my opinion of it is just because I spent probably f- How old are you when you're in preschool? 4? Yes. Maybe it's because I spent 14 I years Good Lord. Maybe it's because (laughs) I spent fourteen years of my life every day with the same people. I so my high school I went to in Northeast Ohio, the elementary school, the middle school, and the high school were all in the same building. They were all connected by one big long hallway. So
1: the hallway to I swear to God
0: I spent fourteen years of my life with the same people. And you want to know how many of those people I stay in contact with to this day?
1: Uh, yes. None. Tell me. Tell me. None. Zero. So I, there's none? Really? That's that's kind of interesting. Zero. Cuz you spend you think if you spend that amount, that amount of time with anybody, you would still I mean not ev- not everybody, but you would still stay in contact with at least some or maybe one Listen, of them. I
0: don't dislike anybody I went to high school with. I felt like nobody genuinely liked me. I don't know why. I don't know what I had done. I don't know if it's because I pushed people away, which was probably a main reason. But I I just, I never had any good friends from my high school. All of my good friends growing up were from my either vocational school I went to. So we did this thing. So, so you had an option once you hit your junior year. You could either continue to do high school full-time and take your electives that were choir orchestra can you hear me
1: yeah yeah I was telling you to make no, sure you're talking no, you're into good
0: the mic. um the were choir orchestra art classes all like the bs classes that you don't want to take but you have to to get your credits well in our school system we had an option to either stay at our home school we went to which was I went to uh, this place called Cuyahoga Heights stay there all day long and do your elective at school or you could choose to go somewhere that was a trade school and study a trade for half the day mm-hmm. so I was like great I don't like any of these people anyways <laughs> I'm gonna
1: I'm getting out of here yeah
0: I'm getting out of here <laughs> um and I was also really interested in cosmetology. So I had enrolled in our vocational school. Um, it was called CVCC, Cog Valley Career Center. And I did vocational school. I did cosmetology school my junior and senior year um, of high school. And all of my friends that I hung out with outside of school were from there. Yeah, I didn't hang out with anybody from my school school outside of school All my friends I made were from my vocational school. And we had a group of seven different high schools that went to this one vocational school. (laughs) So you would go to your regular high school for half the day. And then the next half of the day, you would go to this big building and meet people from, you know, seven different other schools. And I really liked that because I was a social butterfly. I just didn't really meet people that I really enjoyed the company of until I went to this vocational school. Um, Obviously... When you're with the same people every single day, drama happens, things happen, you know, every single high school experience probably had some form of bullying and drama and whatnot. But, um, I'm really happy that I chose that path and I didn't stick in my high school the whole time Yeah, because I don't know what, I don't know. I honestly, when I'm reflecting on it, I do not know why I didn't have any friends in high school. Like all my friends that I have, I swear to God, I only have a handful of friends and those are friends that I met when I was 19 years old, moving down here to Florida. Like all the friends I have that I spend my time with are people that I had only met in my adult life. I don't keep in contact with anybody from my childhood and I'm okay with that because I'm a very different person from when I was growing up. Yeah. I think everybody is. Um, People change. Yeah, people do change. And also, I don't know if people... This is like really therapeutic for me because looking back on my high school experience, I perceived everybody as they don't like me or people would always say... So growing up in a white bubble, which is basically a caucasian community of 45 (laughs) of the same people every single day that's called a
1: white bubble it is
0: called a white bubble and i (laughs) I didn't know anybody other than those people and the kind of personality trait that mainly the men or the boys in our high school had was unlikable it was like that's a lot of boys it was
1: especially at a young or a high school age
0: like just repulsive, just the stuff they would say. Like I remember this one kid, I'm not gonna say names, but I would sit down in my high school. I was probably a junior. Like this is not eighth grade freshman stuff. This is like mm. junior senior year of high school. Mm. This is like you're almost an adult and you're still doing stuff like this. I wouldn't so, say
1: junior a junior in high school is almost an adult. Like you're almost, almost. eighteen, but you're 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 far from adulthood. Well also junior. I
0: missed my my freshman in main most of my sophomore year of high school because i was in my my treatment i went to mm-hmm. this um inpatient facility and i i missed a lot of my high school experience because i was in a you know a form of rehab um and so coming back from that there's a lot of people that started lots of rumors and yeah. nobody I'm really glad, knew
1: i'm glad that's one that's definitely one reason or, or just a reason why i'm glad i didn't go to a public school like that. Is if um, if something had happened to me and, or um, and I'm sure there's tons of people that have had experiences like that where, you know, they got sick in high school or they had, you know, mental health problems or even like family problems and they had a hard time getting to school or being in school or they, people they disappeared. speculate.
0: Well, yeah, there's no That's basis kids. on what to go off of. There was one girl I showed up. So basically I was in rehab for an eating disorder. I lost a lot of weight. And then when I came back, obviously I had put a lot of that weight on, um, so there were three main rumors that went around the school when i came back mm-hmm. number one i was pregnant nice and i got in i don't know if i'm allowed to a say gang war? The, no i well no
1: oh yeah i got
0: the a word yes and that wasn't true And that's why you missed school for six yeah months. that's why i wasn't at school for <laughs> 18 months it was, it was a long procedure right um yeah it took a while <laughs> um but that was one of them kids which are, i was like what the heck kids
1: are relentless they are and Even, then the especially second one, teenagers people can yeah. be kids can be brutal kids like, are brutal because they have you know especially in high school you're in a group right and you're yeah, expected it's clicky there's you know social norms that are expected of that group yeah. and in some groups some of the social norms are just like attacking the other groups That's ridiculous. Or, or seeing or seeing the other groups as just like alien to your group or high school's I clicky i don't know like i i guess i'm not really one a real big one to talk on it right. but just from my from wh- my experience from outward looking in that's just kind of the, some of the things that i right. saw was you know if you're not in this group you don't talk to these people no that that's <laughs> or if you do talk to these people was. then people people are going to ask you about it. like hey so why are you talking with this guy or right. like i saw you over there like what are you doing or people people were will will judge you because of
0: the people anything, you're around? Literally with, anything. anything. So the first rumor was I was pregnant. That one, not true. The second one was something happened with witness protection and I had to leave the country. You're
1: an assassin for I don't the know
0: where. I didn't even want to know the details to that one. I just know it was going around for a little bit. You but know, the main one. You know. What?
1: You know, Black Widow was from Ohio too. Yeah. So. Maybe. I know. Am I maybe an assassin? You're, you're part of the assassins, Black Widow, Assassin's Creed. What are they called? The the, the, the Widows? Yeah. Oh. It's <laughs> Johansson Johansson's in say, Assassin's maybe Creed. You're, maybe you're one of them, huh?
0: Yeah, don't cross me, boy.
1: Boy. Boy.
0: <laughs> but the third and final um, rumor that went around, and this is the one that actually caught traction and the, the teachers got a hold of, was someone heard the word rehab and ran with it. Like someone latched onto that five-letter word and didn't even think to go in it, and so the main one was, "Darla's a heroin
1: addict." Oh my!
0: I was a freshman in high school. Hey, I was fifteen. I was fifteen years old.
1: You were the scum of the school. I don't that in
0: that one, and so I came back, and people would ask me about it, and I was like, "What?" talking about and so when people ask you the fact that people about it, the,
1: the fact that people come up to you and literally right. ask you just purely out of speculation like hey so but then someone someone so so and so told me um that you shoot up black tar you know, Jesus Christ! so how, how was that how was rehab for that it's like right how do you respond to that but then
0: you're put in this situation where you can't just say no and move on you need to disclose the truth of what happened and then people have this preconceived idea of you based on there's something being like quote unquote wrong with you you know what i mean and mm-hmm. mental and back i don't know when this was like 2013 2014 Mental illness was not, like, as highlighted in the public school system as it is today. Yeah. Like, now there's resources and counselors to go to, and they have, like, meetings about suicide prevention, and they have people come in and talk about, you know, drugs and alcohol and depression and how to cope with anxiety. I remember there were two girls that I went to high school with that went to the same program, the same rehab program that I went to. Yeah. And I remember people would look at them and they would automatically think that something was wrong with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they didn't realize the severity of that being an actual mental illness or an illness. Like, I don't even... And this is an unpopular opinion, but when it comes to, like, an eating disorder, it I, I see it as a kind of addiction. You know what I mean? Like, alcoholism yeah. runs in your family. Not your family, but just, like... <laughs> it, it's, it's a disease. All you know what family. I mean? Everyone's an alcoholic. <laughs> so, I, I think an eating disorder isn't necessarily a mental illness like anxiety or depression. I view it as a sort of chronic illness that you need to work every single day to work at. So um, learning that throughout talking to people with similar experiences and talking to people who are curious about my personal experience as well has really put into perspective how I mentally process what I've gone through Mm -hmm. and how I can kind of teach other people about how I perceive it because everybody everybody sees their mental health or their you know cognitive state a different way like from the outside i could look at you and you look cool calm and collected and nobody would know that 10 minutes ago you had a major panic attack you know what i mean
1: that's that's why i don't know i guess you kind of even as an adult people don't remember a lot of times or even i feel like even i struggle with this sometimes is you look at somebody and just kind of based on the way they look or the way they're acting, you make you just make judgment calls on them, mm-hmm. or you think certain thoughts about people, but you don't actually know those people, no, and not unless at you all. actually do know those people, in which case you know that's a different story. But right, you, you know, just making even like small judgments on people daily that you don't that you don't know at all, but you don't know what they could be going through, or you know, it doesn't justify obviously if they're acting poorly towards you or just act lashing out and just like hate. Like it, it it could definitely be because they're struggling or they're having problems of their own, but you know,
0: I mean, I think it all goes back to the American education system eight years ago didn't prioritize mental health and it wasn't something that we stressed when talking to youth or talking to developing minds you know? Yeah. Do I, don't,
1: you think? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's strange because, like you said, when you were younger, you didn't really hear people talking about mental health, like anxiety or depressive disorders or eating disorders. Like, I don't recall knowing anything about that until I had my own issues. Mm-hmm. My own, I had, you know, generalized anxiety disorder and just de- like depression depression even to this day I still I still struggle with that stuff yeah. but I hadn't even heard of anxiety or panic attacks until I I was experiencing them them myself you know which was
0: But think think about it this way think about that sentiment you just said I didn't learn about it until I struggled with it myself I understand that what you went through was generalized anxiety but what if you're talking to a 13 14 15 year old who just had a parent lose a job a parent or two going through a divorce. They're going through all these things and their struggle with, let's say, you know, depression. You yeah. know also paired with the public education system that is incessant on bullying other kids and it's just will tear you down every day if you don't have something to bring you back up. If you don't have a steady foundation at home, if you don't have a solid group of friends and you don't have resources and outlets at school where you are eight hours a day, you got to think that there are millions of kids in the public school system that don't have a safe happy home to go to at the end of every day so if you have to spend eight hours somewhere that is also miserable there is a high probability it is and it's exhausting so think about this happening to these kids every single day. They they are excited to go to school to get away from home, but they dread going to school because it's awful because of the kids that are there. They have no one to talk to. They feel lonely. Yeah. They feel alone. They feel like the world is at their, you know, tails and there is, you know, nothing nothing to bring them up. And it's just this never ending cycle of I don't want to be here. I want to be somewhere else. But once you get somewhere else, you don't want to be there as well. Yeah. You know, so so if you don't have a safe place to go to, that's when kids that struggle with depression that don't have an outlet can have it fester up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like within the, the start of the pandemic, so many people have it was it was either a switch for two different ways either a i'm gonna take control of my life and do whatever the hell i want you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's either i'm just gonna take the reins i'm not focusing on anybody other than myself life's too short i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do or people realize that there is no up from here yeah the world i am not in control of my happiness is dictated by everything else around me and i have nothing anymore you know so it's the people that use this as a way to take control of their life or people who completely lost lost getting in grip with reality and i feel like with the public school system the sad reality is a lot of these kids still don't have a resource to talk about it and eventually day by day it'll it'll kind of beat them down in it's not going to be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so hopefully, and that's just from what I say from me growing up in the, the environment I went to high school in. So I really, really hope that now there are more resources and more outlets for these kids and growing adults to go to, even in college, that they can talk about their anxiety, their depression. Or just
1: a place of positive reinforcement. What comes after high A place of positive reinforcement in general just especially when you know kids like you said right they don't have like a good family background and they don't experience good things out of school they should at least have a place in school to go to where they can kind of make that they need a safe have, place have just a, a a good just positive reinforcement mm-hmm. of some kind you know and i think i think that's very I, that should be a a prominent um thing that public schools try to strive for
0: mm-hmm. and they have little clubs and little you know oh are you involved in this are you involved in that but i feel like those you know unironically create clicks that unironically instead of creating a community of people you can feel safe with it just makes other subgroups of people to you know Segr- separate separate the, the kids suburbs. you know what i mean like i was involved in I was involved in theater for a while. In theater, Same. was really no, you weren't.
1: I kind of wish I had. But honestly. the thing
0: is, with theater, is you're automatically put in a hierarchy. That's hierarchy? the thing that stinks. And with sports and with clubs, and I, with- that was
1: a rude awakening for me. What? With the hierarchy or the the jockarchy that happened. Yeah. In sports. That's my problem. I, sports for me when I was when I was a kid growing up. Sports was very a very positive thing, and mm-hmm. it was just it was all just like it was all just you know, practice, get better, play, make friends, yeah, have fun with the game. and then I got into high school mm-hmm. <laughs> high school sports. that was um the, my sophomore year, I went and I played, or I tried out actually for my hometown um, public city school team to to play for the high school because it hadn't I don't think it had been legal before then but it had recently been made legal for homeschooling um like children to mm-hmm. to play for their you know city team if if they met the requirements so yeah my my parents thought it would be cool if if I did something like that and I I agreed I was like oh that's cool they asked me if I wanted to try out and I said yeah so you know long story short I tried out for the team
0: mm-hmm.
1: I made the team believe it or not to my surprise and then I realized it wasn't the same as playing like just um like pickup games or like right like just playing like city league games where your parents, you know, paid a small fee to sign you up to play against other cl- you know other kids outside of school right. just like city league but it was it was completely different <laughs> because it was within the the bounds of the high school and I remember being so nervous because I've always I've always been kind of a, a right. high strung, just kind of nervous, quiet person. Like that's just kind of, that, that's how I've been since day one. I've just been an introvert even. Mm-hmm. Some may say, actually, I, I would agree. If you called me an introvert, I would say, sir, I am very You are intro- correct. You are correct. <laughs> but, but yeah, I remember showing up for my first practice, not knowing where I was, asking, you know, where I was, having to ask people, People had to direct me like it was almost embarrassing because I was like, man, like kids go to school here every day and I don't even know how to get to practice. But once I got there and met some of the kids playing, I was like, I don't I don't really like I don't not that I I'm a likable guy. I Mm -hmm. would like to say, like, I, I feel like I'm a very likable dude. You know, I'm just I get along easy with most everybody. And there were there were some some other kids on the team that I was just not vibing with, like, at all, like, just very very much dislike them, Mm -hmm. and I got, I got, you know, I got the whole treatment, like, oh, you're a homeschooler, huh, Mm -hmm. so, you know, I definitely had some kids say some things to me that uh, (laughs) were not uh, PG, Um, just calling me, calling me things, and making fun of me, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it kind of stuck, it it, it definitely sucked, like, it was no fun, that was, that was it. Was it sucked? That was kind of the reason why, I, man, I didn't even want to play. Like there was there were sometimes, it, it it took all the fun out of the game for me. There were some sometimes, there was one time actually in particular I missed a game. I remember I told my mom I was like, I can't go to this game. Like I'm yeah. I'm sick. Like I don't feel well. So she dropped me off there but then I told I told my coach I was like I can't go you know I I don't want to go I I don't feel well. Right. So she came pick me up. She's like you all all right? I was like yeah I'm all right. <laughs> I, I just didn't want to okay. go. Okay. But it was I don't know it was very very stressful for me and very kind of scary for me and then just negative reinfor- reinforced by the kids I was playing with and even the coaches were just douchebags. Like yeah. people were just mean and and not welcoming to me at all. People just made fun of me. They didn't know who I was. They expected me to be weird because I was homeschooled, which I don't know. I guess there's kind of a stereotype like, oh, you know, if you're from a homeschool and you see a homeschooler, your first reaction is, man, what's wrong with them? Yeah, (laughs) he's weird. Why why are they different from me? You know, and then just jump straight to making fun of, you know, oh, like he's different from me. Time to make fun of him. But yeah, it was, I don't know, man. That was kind of a,
0: I mean that just showed you a little sneak peek of what it was like being in the American education system. People <laughs> I was, suck.
1: I was I was not a fan, and I did not go back my junior year to play because.
0: Yeah. Well, that sucks that you kind of missed out on something yeah. that you really enjoyed it, because it of the ruined, people.
1: It ruined the experience of baseball for me. Yeah. I didn't. I the people, and maybe it's not the same. but I'm sure it's not the same at all schools, but just the whole the whole group of guys that I was playing yeah. ball with and the coaches. I just no one no one really welcomed me in and no one pretty much the opposite just like Mm -hmm. you know made fun of me made things difficult on me like and that's the thing it's
0: not even like you can go to your coaches and expect them to treat you the same way because sometimes sometimes the superiors or the people that are supposed to look out for you and take care of you and protect you are as worse off as any kid.
1: <laughs> no one no one I was so You weren't safe. I was confused, I was lost. There was no one I could really talk to right. cuz I everyone just kind of shunned me. I was an outsider. And I guess I can kind of understand as someone from public school.
0: Heck no, don't make excuses for their well, BS. you don't
1: know Absolutely you don't know them. Not. You don't know how to yeah, act. Yeah, but that doesn't them. mean
0: that you should give people the cold shoulder. This is something that I I I am such a welcoming and kind person and that's something that I'm very very thankful for, but I I hate the mentality of I'm going to act cold and standoffish and assert my dominance onto this new person so they understand where they are on the food chain. I think that's ridiculous. I think if everybody stood back, understood that everybody is the same and everyone was a little bit humbled. That everything and everyone would just have a more enjoyable experience all the time everywhere. I don't see I quite and maybe this is just me being me being naive, but I don't understand the point of being mean. I don't understand why how someone can go out of their way to just be a dick. I don't know how I, I don't understand it. Mm. I don't understand it. Yeah. And I think, and this is all going to trickle down to the single fact that I think that the American education system is a hive. It is a beehive that creates busy workers and subordinate individuals for when they go into the workforce. People are conditioned or kids are conditioned to be employees. They're not conditioned to understand how to actually succeed and have a good, prosperous, happy life. Yeah, They are told a handful of career paths that they should go down and if they're not good at one of them then they will fail that is why trade school was so great for me is because I was told of different opportunities that you could do within the workforce that actually could be you know prosperous and you can make a lot of money and you could not necessarily that money equates happiness but there's more than nursing. There's more than being a business major or journalism. I went to college and my degree is in you know, journalism. Yeah. Am I going to use it? Absolutely not. But know. was I told from a young age that I was going to be doing this full time? Absolutely not. No. Was I told when I started making content on the internet that I could be more successful than anybody in my immediate family? Was I told that there was actually actual ways for me to make money Doing things that make me happy? No, you're not told this. You are not told other ways that you can, you know, live in the world other than here's how to write a cover letter and a resume and go find the, you know, company with the best benefits. That is what you're told to do. We are conditioned to be employees. We are conditioned to be little obedient workers for the big man, you know? And it is this whole system that... Really, really is like messing me up. And then you're <laughs> and then the biggest pyramid scheme in the world is college. College. Is college. You are said or told, go take your honor roll classes. Well
1: hold get up a there. 4.0. I, Get a four
0: point oh. Then get into is, a good college. This is
1: all a very deep conversation, but I feel like we've been talking about a lot of the lows of high school.
0: Yeah. Okay. Highs and lows. Um, how about we talk about? This is some just of the, no. There how, is no highs. This is just going to be titled lows. Well, that doesn't sound of high
1: school. Me, who, who wants to listen to lows? Who wants to wake up Monday morning or any morning and then listen to people talk about lows all day? Or not like the store, but just like you know, just like negative stuff.
0: Well, I don't have any highs from high school. There's no highs. You I have the first of, half of the word.
1: What? Get the first half of the word i don't get that joke jacob what <laughs> what
0: think hard so our pod tracker died <laughs> um so yeah. that kind of cut off really abruptly his battery
1: life is like two hours i yeah, guess maybe so. if that that happened we apologize about that
0: but we were getting a little long-winded but that was our high school experience pretty much and yeah. we could have probably gone on for another hour but we that, will keep it that episode it short sweet. was getting too deep
1: anyways yeah let's be real. there were too fine. many too many lows not enough highs
0: yeah we'll get we'll 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 be high next week <laughs> all right we'll get good. high next week
1: thank you guys for listening and please don't please don't attack us or hurt us for stopping abruptly yeah anyways
0: we'll be back next week
1: don't beat us up please
0: yeah please don't sorry about that
1: (laughs) see you guys i hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week
0: adios
1: thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube